Hello, Waniacs and Splaniacs. As of August 2021, our Patreon is live! Woo! Splain will always be free, so don't worry. But if you want to help support us and help us make the show as best as it can be, you can donate at patreon.com slash fountains of Splain. We'll be releasing bonus content for our Patreon subscribers every month, as well as shouting out the generous members of the Acela VIP Lounge. Yes, so if you like what we do, you can help support us at patreon.com slash fountains of Splain. It's going to be great. And with that, on to the show. Waniacs out. out. Hello and welcome to another edition of Fountains of Shame. It's the podcast where we shame our listeners for listening to such a stupid podcast and also other stuff. When's the last time you washed your bed sheets, you you filthy animal? When when's the last time you uh, listened to a band that wasn't fountains of way try something else Loser, out yeah stage, wow. you dork Get over um, it. oh man i thought this was going to be a great way to to uh begin a, a new podcast but this doesn't make me feel good i think we should go back to fountains of splain where we explain fountains of wayne songs that makes me feel warm and fuzzy fountains of okay. fountains of shame makes me feel cold and prickly how about I don't know, you sometimes shaming others makes me feel better about myself does that change how you feel I mean, if you want to handle the shaming and I can handle the splaining from here on out, that could be a good game plan for going forward. Okay, okay. I can do that. I can definitely do that. I'm I'm the mean one betwixt us, I think. Would um, you cl- would you classify yourself as the mean one? Um I think I think people who only know us superficially would classify me as the mean one. <laughs> you think that in duos there has to be a, a mean one? I think that like the human brain works that way from an outside perspective, but I don't necessarily think there's any evil among us. Okay, that's good to know. Who do you, do you think? Know what I mean, like, I think like the way that our brains works, like we have to compare each other. Like we have to like the human brain is like constantly trying to categorize, so we like have to come up with like ways to remember people. So we're like, oh, there's two people standing right there. Like, let me think of a gimmick for each of them, and this one is that one, and that one is this one. <laughs> Right. We are always trying to, like, characterize people that way, I guess. Put them in a box. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this this isn't Fountains of Shame. This is Fountains of Splain, where we explain Fountains of Wayne songs. We uh, only have a couple more left. Uh, It is now springtime uh, once again, which feels weird because I remember last spring when we were doing this and we had so many songs left to explain and we had just like tens of songs to look forward to. And now we have less than 10 songs left, which is really a weird feeling um yes but we have eight songs left um if you're at all interested in following our journey or not on instagram because we have not been following our journeys but um behind the scenes we are working on releasing all of our uh or uh, interacting with our instagram yet again it is fountains of splain our tiktok is by the same title fountains of splain you can email us which is probably our preferred method of communication fountains of splain at 
at gmail.com. If you're a musician, especially get yourself put at that mid show break, a little, a little snippet of your song. Um, send us your music, MP3 or wave fountains of spleen at gmail.com. We have a few playlists, one of which includes our musicians featured at the mid-show break called, uh, what's that one called? Fountain Years. You can find that in our notes below. We have a playlist tracking our journey through all the Fountains of Wayne discography. You don't need to feel ashamed at all. You can listen to Fountains of Wayne's discography in this very, very specific non-chronological order, uh, just as your heart desires. No shame, no shame zone. Um, and then we have our antidepressants playlist, escitalopram five milligrams, named after an antidepressant I used to take. Uh oh. Uh, but now I just take that playlist and it's working amazing. <laughs> um, and we've been talking a lot about um, uh, Tyler Crosby here's Kill Him with Kindness that we were so lucky to be a part of a couple weeks ago. And we talked about it a lot on our last week's episode. I'm going to do some shameless self promotion right now. I just posted my self-performing poetry videographed by Tyler's girlfriend, Claire, onto the YouTube. So there's a video of me doing a poem at Tyler's event. Uh, I haven't told anyone except this microphone yet and like a couple close friends. So you heard it here first. Um, Is there a link in the show notes? There, I think there's gonna be. Now there is. Let's do it. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god, that's so exciting. I didn't know that. That's a big I surprise put, for me. That's so exciting. Yeah. Um, I put the link in my personal Instagram, but y'all motherfuckers don't follow me on my personal Instagram. <laughs> most of you. So, um, we'll put it in the show notes. That's what we'll do. Yeah. Oh my god. So exciting. And speaking of killing, kill them with kindness. There is going to be another one next month. I think the right. first weekend of May. Um, and we're working on getting a landing page for it on the venue's website. And I will probably have more details about that for people based in the New York area who want to come out for a fun night of uh, chaos and uh, artistic <laughs> expression in Brooklyn, New York. That'll be uh, first weekend of May. More information about that next week, I believe. Um, is that all the front of show business? I believe that is all the busy business. So we have two things we want to talk about before we get on to the song discussion. One is that Spotify just released their This Is Fountains of Wayne playlist, which they do for most major artists or even kind of like mid-level popularity artists as kind of like... I don't know, uh, a collection of their most popular songs, but also maybe some deeper cuts that are like fan favorites. And there's like 30 or so songs on these playlists that are just kind of a primer, an introduction to the world of a uh, certain recording artist or band. And and so there's a new Fountains of Wayne one, apparently. Grace has made herself familiar with it. I have not been able to look at it, so I'm going to just look at it as we record now and do a little bit of live analysis and live judgment before we get on to that though, just because we were talking about our very quiet, uh, uh, social media accounts where we have not been doing a good job of posting. Um, I, I did see on TikTok though, I haven't been on TikTok very much, but when I was on, I saw a video of somebody, um, going through the record collection and, uh, showing what their most expensive or most valuable record was and i was like oh and the algorithm knows i like records so it's showing or we do because it's a shared account uh <laughs> showing some record content uh and i noticed like halfway through i was watching it that the account belonged to no other than 
uh, famous Waniac and Splaniac, John LaFollette. And oh my God. it wasn't just the algorithm like giving me like a, a friend of our show. It was a video that like on music TikTok was like pretty viral. It had like over a hundred thousand views i think at the time i watched it and somebody in the comments was like why do you have three copies of welcome interstate managers on your shelf and john lafollette replied and was like i'm so glad you asked and made a video of himself talking about why he has all three of the different versions of interstate managers or maybe even four on uh vinyl and then also went through and showed a, a, a video of all of his Fountains of Wayne records. Uh, and he has every studio album. He has all five albums from these like limited press, like hard to find. Like, I, I mean, he has Utopia what Parkway. I was Why? so, I just, for, it just made me so happy and so jealous at the same time. He's not even our, like, where did he get Sky Full of Holes? Where? Is he like supremely well-traveled? I've only seen it on like sketchy UK websites. He No, he said, I think in the video he explains how he got it. And I think he also says that now that record goes for like well over $100. And he was just lucky to get it early or something. (laughs) But yeah, he has like the rare Sky Full of Holes vinyl LP, which is just so legendary. And in his video, he um, described himself as a Waniac. And that made me really happy. So uh, is that is that like a stealing claim too much? Is that like a staking claim in somebody else's like proud work too much more than this podcast? Just making Waniac bumper stickers? and profiting off of them yes we are we are due to make more we ran out of our original batch of stickers so we we do yeah bumper bumper size stickers that say weaniac would be would be pretty great but uh yeah i wanted to give a shout out to to john though because that it was just i I was so um it was just so cool to see him on tiktok and all these people interacting and have this kind of viral moment on tiktok and also just get to to see his record collection i've been really enjoying his uh, account so uh hi john and uh loving the content and i was so ha- glad to see all your wayne records john should honestly be the host of this podcast this is very serendipitous because i just cleaned yesterday which i never do but it is spring as we mentioned i've never seen you clean anything <laughs> I, know, I know i know i don't have any i don't have like no sense of social shame like somebody's coming over and i'm like yeah i can't wait to see you like i don't do anything to like prepare my anyways um but no yeah so uh, it was getting like miserably hard to walk around and move and do things so i like feng shuied our our podcast studio our media room that me and ryan have um and and kicked up a lot of dust and finally unpacked all my records and put them on ryan's bookshelf and so now i have all my records out and i was trying i'm not like an alphabetical bitch or even a chronological bitch but i was like trying to keep the artists together as much as i could so i was like stacking the people i had a lot of and i was just like the fountains of wayne section is visible from here it's just like a sea of white and pink because of the adam schlesinger tribute album that i have three copies of and welcome interstate managers which obviously i can have no other but three copies of because we have i think right now no i gave you your red copy but i i have the one jody porter copy we got which is something I should put on our Instagram or our TikTok because I did like an, un- an unpackaging video of that and just like hoarded it for myself and you and never showed it to anyone. Um, the Jody Porter signed copy, the copy with the the like original copy that has the great like white and and 
gray patterning on it and then the third red copy so um yes i feel you john Lawford. <laughs> this this uh this pained waniac existence yeah it's a, it's a life it's a life it is it's a lifestyle choice um oh yeah but this is fountains of wayne the spotify playlist um so right out the gate i i like scrolled through it i was like this is a pretty good mix and i said let me count how many of each album they put on it so so i'll just say that Six Sky Full of Holes, six Welcome Interstate Managers, six Self-Titled, six Traffic on Weather, six Utopia Parkway, six Out of State Plates, and then Better Things and Trucks were also included. At first, this really pissed me off. Like, I was like, choose your fucking hero. Pick a side. Um, And as I listened, I was like, I guess this is what, this is probably what they do for all the artists. But I'm like, I guess this is what Fountains of Wayne specifically needs. They just need cross-album representation that isn't Stacy's mom. The whole playlist starts out with Stacy's mom, which doesn't really feel like a choice if somebody, if like a novel Fountains of Wayne fan logged into the This is Fountains of Wayne page and didn't like in the first glance see Stacy's mom, they would probably have a conniption and leave or be confused or be like, who's this? That's that that recommended to me. So I guess I agree with that choice in a in a kind of capitalist way. Um, so yeah, that's my initial impression is like, okay, we have an even, even, even mix of all of the albums. Which I, I think is, yeah, I, I see why you had kind of mixed feelings about that, but getting not just non-Stacy's mom representation, but non-Welcome Interstate Managers representation is pretty important i think because it easily could have been like most of the songs from interstate managers uh two songs from utopia parkway three songs from the self-titled and like uh someone to love and that could have been the whole playlist so i like that they're putting some some deeper cuts on here i mean i'm just gonna kind of open it now and look at it for really the first time and yeah i mean it starts off stacy's mom sink to the bottom red dragon tattoo someone to love and hey julie as a top five which i do think is a really good sort of uh entryway into fountains of wayne those are yeah. some of the most popular but i think also some of their most accessible songs yeah. uh and then you get radiation vibe baby one more time as the first out of states plates is yeah. a choice the cover I of baby one. Uh, i that i i don't know if i would have put that there planet of weed coming next is also a <laughs> kind of a bizarre choice I have, I have to i have to highlight planet of weed um well we'll come back to it we'll before back to mexican it. wine yeah it's at, at the eight spot they play the weed and then they have mexican wine at nine which i think i would have put mexican wine way higher utopia parkway is 10 yeah you'll also notice that they have an even mix of all the albums but then scroll down to the bottom and let's see what you find <laughs> Oh, they just put four from Skywalls right at the end. Pretty faithful about like mixing it all up. And then at the end, they're like, ah, fuck, six sky full of holes. Which is why I say like at first I was like, okay, you're boring. Like this seems like a robot made it. Like I think what's annoying about seeing just the six, 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 besides the obvious welcoming of the devil is that <laughs> it makes it seem like it's very algorithmic, like a robot made it. Okay, we include six from the Like we, it wasn't somebody choosing their favorites. But simultaneously, if a capitalist working at Spotify uh, was choosing their favorites, they probably would have just picked all the most famous songs and we would get this slew of sort of like self-titled, maybe a couple Utopia Parkway, 
all welcome interstate managers and you probably wouldn't have seen sky full of holes on there at all like a song the the idea that a song like cold comfort flowers which we still haven't done we could get today made the this is fountains of wayne playlist is like kind of stupendous like i didn't look to see how many listens that song has but it's i know it's not a lot <laughs> yeah i mean just to have planet of weed like in the kind of first 10 tracks on here is kind of a miracle not to mention you know you have the girl i can't forget anything for they could have completely ignored out of state plates but to include you know maureen and trains and boats and planes baby i've changed i know you well it's cool yeah. yeah, great choices. And then, you know, yeah, they get better things and trucks and some of the kind of deeper cuts. This is a, a pretty good playlist, I would say, in terms yeah. of introducing someone to Fountains of Wayne. I might send this to somebody and say, hey, just shuffle this playlist. It'll give you a pretty good idea of if you're going to like this band or not. Yeah, it's a sick day. I-95, trouble times. I mean, the, the, Richie and Ruben, of course, Michael and Heather, the baggage wave. Uh this is, of course, a, I think, of course, a, of course, of course. <laughs> uh, I, I don't see any like blatant, obvious omissions just at a first yeah. glance. Um, I, I am actually pleasantly surprised. I think this is a decent. I, w- I was too. I really came in like super, super cynical uh, and left being like me and Ryan. Actually, we listened to this yesterday. It was raining in Massachusetts on and off. And um, we were like s- literally just listening to this playlist and like staring out the window like Jerry Asterix and watching the rainfall. And I was like, this is definitely like the direction I saw my life going in. <laughs> just like listening to Founders of Wayne with my partner and like looking out the window like I can't work my legs. Um, so that was pleasant. But also, yeah, uh, I started cynical. We were listening to Stacy's mom and I I left the room and <laughs> performed my business and did other tasks and things that needed to be done. And then I came back. And I was like, "Oh, hey, check it out." Yeah, I, I, this is a this is a good play. A new routines on here. I I definitely yeah, I like seeing new routine there. It's been pretty rainy in New Jersey. I think the next time it rains, I might do the same thing you and Ryan did. Just kind of park myself next to the window, uh, <laughs> let the rain fall, and gaze uh, into the world, listening to this uh perfectly acceptable entry point mm, into exactly. this band we love so much the the baby one more time inclusion is interesting as the first out of state plates representation like i don't think that's an amazing choice i kind of don't think it's an amazing choice in general but like <laughs> it's so i mean we were talking a little bit off mic about how they probably like the way their algorithm works they're probably including songs that people search the most so that they can just like draw the most foot traffic to uh, this playlist and now when people search <laughs> world famous Britney Spears anthem baby one more time <laughs> this Fountains of Wayne playlist will come up so uh, smart for whoever makes money off of this very niche playlist but also like Fountains of Wayne they're such like uh, even at the time like they were so like memifying the music industry in the early 2000s and the idea that they included like their very very well produced very like smart compositionally cover of baby one more time like it is kind of cool and it isn't like altogether un fountains of wanian um yeah yeah i can easily imagine adam schlesinger signing off on that decision Yes. Okay. And then I wanted to come back to Planet of Weed because I was listening to Planet of Weed. And I mean, I was pretty high, so I may be biased, but we were listening to it. And I was like, dude, I love Planet of Weed. I don't even <laughs> think I gave Planet of Weed love like in the episode we did on it. I think I came for its throat and its life. 
but I was listening to it and I was just like, damn, like I almost wish I included this on my top 10 and I'm going to bring you back a little bit further because in, as, in August I crashed my car and the song that was playing was Planet of Weed. And since then, since then, Adult Mom has released their like long awaited album including the song Dancing, which the first lyric of is, I'm dancing to the song I crashed my car to, which is something I was doing yesterday to the song Planet of Weed. And it just feels like I should have, like, even, like, if I hadn't come around to liking it, which I had, uh, I should have included it, like, in my honorary mentions top 10. There were a few songs I was, like, jealous I hadn't included. Planet of Weed, A Girl I Can't Forget, we didn't talk about if we were doing out-of-state plates before we started. So I would have probably included Girl I Can't Forget on my top 10, but I I didn't think to. Um and then those those out-of-state plate songs, Trains and Boats and Planes and Baby, I've Changed. If you haven't heard those, those are incredible songs. I feel like Baby, I've Changed might be a cover. They might both be covers for all I know. I don't really know, but um, I subscribe them to Wayne. And they're amazing, even if they are covers. And then they included Fire Island, right? Something I noticed just like right before we logged on to do this also is that there's a This is Adam Schlesinger, which completely, that they must have released that a while ago. That completely missed my purview. And we'll have to give that a look. But yeah, that's I actually didn't know about that till right now. So I definitely want to take a look at that because it's the overlap with the This Is Fountains of Wayne. Like, obviously, you're going to get Stacy's mom yeah, and yeah, yeah. probably, you know, I-95 and stuff like that. But like so much Adam Schlesinger to cover and like roughly 30 songs that probably less than half of them are Wayne songs. I think a primary complaint about those playlists in tandem at first glance is that I noticed survival car is on Adam Schlesinger's, which we know it's a Chris Collingwood, right? I'm almost positive. It's Chris Collingwood. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's one of the first tracks they brought in. Um, and it's not on the, this is fountains of Wayne. It's on the, this is Adam Schlesinger, <laughs> Chris Collingwood song survival car, but it is not on this is fountains of Wayne. And that is a great fountains of Wayne song that potentially deserves to be here over other I would put it there over Sick Day, probably. I'd put it there over Michael and Heather. Well, yeah, but it's not a self-titled. Oh, right. I'd even put it there over She's Got a Problem. Yeah, I'd probably do that as well. Yeah. Maybe even Barbara H. So, um, obviously, Death to Spotify. I mean, we we use it. We're on it, but... um, Necessary evil Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, potentially. Um, And... Uh, but that's their playlist. Um, we obviously have and could make a better one that is simply all of the songs mixed in a way that is intolerable. Well, yeah. I mean, instead of listening to This Is Fountains of Wayne, the Spotify playlist, you should listen to our Spotify playlist, which is just all of the songs we've done in order. All of the, so it's that's there's a link in the show notes. We already plugged it once, but I listening to that playlist is such a, a, a journey through time and the kind of chronological sequence of this podcast just this like completely random journey through the wayne discography but um i think that's a good playlist yeah so ditch this is fountains of wayne all all that to say ditch this is fountains of wayne and go find fountains of splain all one word all lowercase link in show notes okay so we should move on to uh doing what we're here to do which is explaining a fountains of wayne song so I believe you have the number generator and yes, the very short list of songs up. Yep. 
only eight left. We, we you know, we we're talking about Stacy's mom. It, it's just, it's remarkable that we haven't gotten that song. And I know like last week we said, we're about ready to take the plunge after like a year and a half of making the show. We finally have kind of mustered the courage. Um, right. And it's just like, I, I swear on record, I swear we are not doing a thing where we've been pretending like that has, and it's going to be the final episode. Cause I'm so, I'm afraid there's, we have I one in eight odds. Now, if it's the final episode, no one will ever, ever, ever believe that that just, you know, yeah, no, it's, it's going to seem so phony. So uh, yeah, I'm kind of, I don't know. We'll see what, what we, if get we up, but... <laughs> what if we get peace and love as our last episode, <laughs> that would be the biggest like slap in the face, anti-climax, <laughs> yeah. but also like very funny. I would be completely or yours and mine, which is like a 40 second song. Oh yeah. I forgot we had yours and mine still. Yeah. We have some interesting songs left. I know. I think I would be, but like most, I think half of them are like my favorite and half of them. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I don't remember. Um, did we include elevator up or did we not? Cause that's, cause that's a, that's a Japan only bonus track. So we might've decided for some reason not to include it. That's like so clownish of us. I feel like we totally should have included it. I feel like maybe we'll we do a bonus episode it's, on. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not here and I don't have any memory of doing it. That's not. No, wrong, we, don't, we don't have an episode on it. Yeah. We should, we should do a bonus episode. Maybe on we'll do that before we get into out of state place. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> say anything that I can't make good on, but I think I can. Okay. Um, All right. Uh, well, are you ready for a countdown? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, I'll count. I'll count down uh, the uh, final five songs on the This Is Fountains of Wayne uh, playlist, which are Trucks, Action Hero, Someone's Gonna Break Your Heart, Cold Comfort Flowers, The Summer Plays, Stop. Those are the last five songs on the playlist. Oh my gosh, number three. Hmm. Number three out of the final eight. Uh, I really, I think it actually. I, there's a part of me that thinks it might be Stacy's mom, but then we did a sky full of holes track last week, so there would still be three on Utopia Parkway, right? And then I guess that would make yeah. it the senator's daughter. I think it's the senator's daughter. Phew, the senator's daughter. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. there's daughter. This is one you were talking about how like half of them are kind of like hmm songs, and half of them are like oh yeah. So the senator's daughter is I I, I love the song. Not you to, love the senator's yeah. daughter. It's probably more of it's not a home song for me because I think it deserves to be. It's just like a more slept upon song for me. Uh, so I'm actually excited to give it give it the old the old looky loo. Yeah. Well, let's give it the old old loo right now. Like a loop 
was Life on Repeat by Too Much Saturn. Ooh, can't have Too Much Saturn. Give me some Uranus. Get me some Mars. That's Too Much Saturn. That's Too Much. Hey, you got your Saturn and my Neptune. Uh, Ew, I don't like when foods mix. (laughs) (laughs) I like the uh, that we're playing these like eldritch, like uh, galactic monsters who are uh, eating planets as snacks. Yeah, give me me some Saturn's moon. I'm too full for Saturn. Just give me one of the moons. I think that's more where my Titan or whatever it's called. (laughs) They have a bunch of space titans attack on uh space isn't one of saturn's moons called titan oh oh yeah um probably yeah i think they're i think it's like (laughs) frozen and has frozen bodies of it's like one big frozen ocean and for a while they were like there could be aliens on that moon and i don't know if they ever actually disproved that there aren't like little Mm -hmm. microscopic water aliens under the frozen body of water on one i did this could all be wrong i don't know i'm not i'm not an astronomer i just remember hearing about this somewhere if i learned anything from the moon's documentary at the real charles hayden planetarium in in boston massachusetts as narrated by ed helms it's that you're 100 (laughs) right about all of that movie i've seen two years ago Uh, and, you know, it, it actually is kind of appropriate that we talk about this very sort of uh, abstract cosmic uh, fantasy because the senator's daughter is definitely, I mean, even in the words of Chris Collingwood, I found this uh, article that he wrote, one of their most abstract and sort of surreal and cerebral songs. Uh, just for context, it is track 14, which is the final track on Utopia Parkway. It clocks in at three minutes and 44 seconds. And I think as far as last songs on Fountains of Wayne album goes, this is about, uh, to me, as perfect a vibe as you can get for a closing track. It's just this like beguiling sort of like cerebral, weird curious little song that i think like we were saying before we got into this half of the show is one that has flown under the radar in ways where like when you google the senator's daughter to really not much surprise no results come up for the fountains of wayne song you have to then search fountains of wayne and even then there are very very few times where this song has really been written about very much uh one of them is in that chris chris collingwood wrote like a little essay for the new york times and i think 2013 uh and said uh quote the problem with noting that difference though is that a good many of uh, this is when he's talking about by the way the how people think that chris writes certain songs and adam writes certain songs but there's actually times where you'd be surprised and he says uh, a good many of my songs were literal to a fault red dragon tattoo leave the biker a dip in the ocean and adam has his share of abstract songs the senator's daughter and mexican wine so that clears up any doubt that this is an adam song um which also we should it should come as no surprise just because even though the lyrics are kind of mysterious and strange it is like steeped in the sort of suburban iconography of like hockey teams and teenage girls reading magazines and soccer moms and stuff like it's it's got so many kind of coming of age suburban adam isms even though it's in this like weird kind of uh more ethereal space uh and other than the chris collingwood uh essay the only other times i could find just from like i'm sure it's 
you know, right? there was like a song of the day blog that featured it. It was on Vox, uh, Vo- the like news and like, uh, yeah, the news site Vox. Uh, they had a celebrate the end of summer playlist from September 6th, 2014, designed by Kelsey McKinney. Uh, and this was the first song on their celebrate the end of summer playlist uh, which i thought was interesting it's also probably the first day or definitely the first week of our sophomore year of college which is uh <laughs> pretty interesting uh the playlist also sure. has uh, yeah, like us. yeah yeah uh for us yeah I, it's got like regina specter and beach house and saint vincent and ben folds it's a pretty Wait, sorry this it, was this is what this is like the the this vox is the used to playlist. do oh okay, okay they used to do a weekly playlist thing that they would like kind of okay. write an article where they'd let somebody like explain why they picked all the songs and maybe they cool, still cool. do that actually i i don't know but uh one of them was a end of summer playlist and for 2014 wow. uh it featured the Sunders daughter and and there's a lot of songs on the playlist and it's the first song there which if for such like a 2014 it wasn't it, i feel like people have come around on fountains of wayne where they're more talked about and praised now 2014 i don't think was a time where like people yeah, in the absolutely. media were, were really hype about fountains of wayne so to have somebody yeah. from vox putting them on a playlist with 2014 superstars indie superstars like beach house and saint vincent <laughs> yeah. saint vincent yeah, and regina yeah. specter is actually like pretty sick uh and yeah. I, I appreciate that a lot and so, sort of like evidence that they like earned back the niche that they strayed away from in stacy's mom like the idea that they started off as sort of this like alt rock indie project it morphed into Stacy's mom and then ended on an album like sky full of holes. And then three years after the band disconnects for them to be bringing up their 1999 album and saying like, this is where this band lives. Um, sort of a cool Testament to like uh, uh, sort of their, their frame narrative of a journey there. Yeah. Speaking, I mean, I mean, like you said, the very idea of aspirationally crushing on the senator's daughter is a very Adam Schlesinger construct. I think it's funny that we're talking about the last song in this album without having talked about the first song and the title song, Utopia Parkway. Because I think in many ways, in order to discuss the last song, you have to discuss the first song. And Utopia Parkway is like this, this, anthem of naivete and like bravery and optimism and ambition and then on the last note you have the senator's daughter which i have a conspiracy theory about we can go back and forth on like what we think it's about or what we think it's hinting at being about or what feeling they're trying to encapsulate with it but just like the con- but like the idea that if it was like literal my date with the president's daughter style, I'm hooking up with the senator's daughter for this to start on this note of like pursuing ambition from a place of um, like being completely unconnected and completely just like some fucking kid on Long Island to dating the senator's daughter and like being in this kind of place where you're just like adrift rubbing elbows figuring stuff out that's an interesting interesting last note before they enter the welcome interstate manager eras of all their lives yeah it actually really is to go from these kind of like hometown heroes and then like a break at some sort of like bigger world beyond like a small long island hometown which would be like 
getting wrapped up in the family of your state senator is uh, kind of crazy. And yeah, it's kind of like symbolic in the way of like going from this culty kind of radio college rock band to like basically brief superstardom uh, in what would very soon become the Stacey's mom era. This also, this reminds me uh, of, we have a friend from college who I guess we should maybe leave unnamed for the sake of this story, but uh, he, do you know what, do you know where I'm going with this? I don't, I don't, I don't. Okay. We have a friend from college. He's from Long Island. uh, And (laughs) he, uh, his brother, I remember he told us his brother, like somehow became romantically entangled with, I think, um, bill o'reilly's daughter like they were the same age they were like teenagers at the same time and apparently this became like a whole big problem and like he claimed that like bill o'reilly like paid people to slash his brother's tires and it was like this whole thing um and i mean that's like did did you never hear this story no i don't think so We'll or talk if about I did, I was off. hammered. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that. Yeah, we'll talk about that more off wow. air. But he has all these. It's like a version of dating the senator's daughter, but instead you're dating like uh, a yeah, kind of a conservative pundit yeah. media mogul who the, I probably at the same time was like have facing like a big public uh, uh, downfall. Uh, yeah. And if we're talking we about who I think O'Reilly, you're talking yeah. about, they're like the most leftist person i've ever met so the idea that he was like stooping bill o'reilly's daughter was probably um i assume a part of it (laughs) like i assume uh he found sick joy in that somehow oh yeah i mean how could you not i mean yeah yeah to be like because i think they were teenagers too that's like just like the ultimate uh leftist teenage fantasy yeah, for sure, for sure. If you're, um, like, on your uh, high school, like, progressive club or whatever. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> I'm a member of the GSA, bitch. <laughs> How do you feel? I don't know. Um, y- yes, but, totally. <laughs> yeah, I, I. so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, th- but this song does kind of conjure up all those ideas. This song is kind of, like, could be the soundtrack of a movie or a TV show about, uh, you know, all these... F- Adam things that he was constantly exploring this totally exists in the same canon as prom theme or even like i-95 definitely um all kinds of time i i think it also especially talking about how elevator up wasn't actually included on managers it's bringing up for me like this kind of last song patterning they have of this just like dreamy vague drift away literal fade away song everything's ruined uh senator's daughter uh yours and mine like they're all they're all like that what's traffic and weather i think they deviate at that point traffic and weather's last track is no it is it seat seat backs and tray tables because oh that gosh, would be yes. in keeping with yeah that. that would be pretty in keeping with it i think seat backs and tray tables is like a little more i think it in but they tone, end on like uh yes. but but you're right in that the, you know these are like these big hooky power pop songs and then for the last song they leave you on this little like kind of mysterious like you wouldn't expect the last track on a album that like features songs like planet of weed for example or like <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know laser show you wouldn't think it would yeah. be this like kind of 
mysterious little dreamy ode to coming of age suburbia uh you think it would be more obvious and more straightforward but no they like save these little bits of like uh like it just like a different vibe the song i think is a total vibe as the kids <laughs> would say uh <laughs> would they are they still saying that <laughs> i think they, i think they describe things as a total vibe I don't yeah know. actually uh, i think that is a, i i do it too that one is one of the most confusing or not confusing but it's just it's the laziest it's the laziest way to express yourself to to just be like instead of being like this is how i feel let's have a conversation to just like point at something and go it's a vibe <laughs> yes yeah, like i guess it's really like no, I'm not like I'm not making fun of uh, how you say it. I'm making fun of uh, uh, any the youth. Anyone. No, I get it. I'm making fun of the youth and myself. Uh, but I just had to. I had to say that I had to rant about that because I think there are the undeniably time. vibey things on the track, though. I mean, this is a song that ends in a theremin solo. Maybe it's like an electric organ what, made yes. to sound like a theremin, but it's definitely theremin or theremin adjacent, and that yeah. just adds to this kind of like weird like otherworldly quality of this song that's about these like kind of universal things but at a distance like looking from the outside in on like a hockey team or on like the very large category of soccer moms or teenage girls uh or anchor men you know uh and yeah i I don't know putting this theremin over it's super weird but it does really kind of capture a vibe i don't know how else to put it it's it's so interesting i i whenever i hear a theremin in a song i smile but this was definitely uh, a time where i was like elated to be reminded that the song features a theremin and there's also just all these other little compositional details in the song that i think are so wonderful but the percussion in the song it's a lot of like hand drums it is it's actually kind of planet of weed ish in that like it just is not the most straightforward choice and i think this is a band that doesn't get enough credit for these really sort of thoughtful and interesting choices all the way you know i think they get a lot of credit for their lyrics and for how kind of catchy these songs are but this goes all the way through every part of the composition of these songs and if you really kind of like hone in on the percussion of this song or even like the way the the guitars are sort of uh the you know the effects that mm-hmm. they're using it, it's it's just such a really really interesting and like specifically constructed song and it's the song that like even fountains of wayne fans i think are it's not a big part of the discourse it's not a song people talk about a lot but um i don't know i think it's a good song i think i think it deserves more credit the beautiful delicious transparent beginning of the one two strum jesus and then starting over and yes. going into the song i love that i love when we're like whether it's fake or not i don't care i love when we're like let in on like a, a super secret moment of recording just like something very like human and fumbly and like i love when like little bits of like studio time are picked up in music it's one of my favorite things yeah that's so cool there's the the frank turner song jet lag which is the last song on yes. his album love iron song and it ends in like a few moments of silence as like the piano fades out and then he's like that's the one that's it. like it's it and they probably were not gonna keep that but i love the idea of like frank turner hearing yeah. that and going no that'd be a nice way to end the album let's keep yeah. that in don't cut that on the the lucy dacus home video album and going going gone where she's like thanks guys like thanks all the people who like assisted vocals on it like yes oh, that's that such good, a that great a moment that's like, such a great like, moment on that record that was a good one and then that's the one you get you're like oh that was a good one <laughs> 
Oh uh, yeah, sure. that's so good. I love that shit. Um, uh, like you were saying about everyone, it, sort of being like the outside looking in on all of these like constructs we're familiar with. The way that I sort of took that, and I think I am probably projecting a bit and feeling this way. I don't know. I think it's easy to project if like your life's work is performing and you're talking about music, <laughs> like that musician's life's work is also performing. So it's pretty easy to project yourself onto those situations and probably pretty valid to project yourself on those situations, or I, so I hope. To me, it kind of feels like uh, hockey hockey teams have championship dreams. Soccer moms drive minivans. Like there are these people on this earth who have roles and who know what they're supposed to do and are know like the steps to take to get there. But when you're a performer, it's or a musician or somebody who has like sort of that like high arching, like way too ambitious dream for themselves. Like it's much less procedural. It's much more like luck based, chance based. And it's sort of like, okay, well, I'm just going to like fuck around and like see if somebody like plucks me from obscurity someday. I can work as hard as I can. And if nobody plucks me, that's my life. Well, yeah, it's certainly less comfortable. And I think that's a really good point because when you look at the categories of people featured the hockey teams which i think we can assume is like a youth league hockey team teenage girls uh and then you have the lyric no one hears the desperate screams of the techno dj uh you know who's plucking the techno dj or then you have the crossing guards very classic suburban role the soccer moms very kind of cozy cushy life uh no one sees the anchor man on the instant replay until you said that i was actually i wrote that down being like what the fuck does that mean but yeah like they pan away like you're talking i guess what they mean is like the sports announcer is talking but he's like not the he's not witnessed like he's laid over the cutaway instant replay we need a fucking instant replay here for some reason even though we're all here (laughs) um yeah, it's sort of like you you could make it to the top and like still they will cut away from you and lay your voice over something they perceive to be more interesting. Well, even then, and I looked up like the actual definition of Anchorman because I honestly was not, I couldn't describe it to you. Uh, you know, I, I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. most people only think of the movie when they think of Anchorman. And it's a person who presents and coordinates a live television or radio program involving other contributors. So I guess you could say it's like a news anchor, but like... Yeah, they're like the lead guy. It's like the ringleader of the whole shit. Like, everything goes back to him. Right, right. Okay, so yeah, then it is like, you know, uh, what you're saying and that like the Anchorman describes the, the thing, but the thing is never the anchor man you know what i mean like there's an instant replay but like it's nobody knows anything about uh this guy who then fountains of wayne of course goes to uh make kind of fan fiction about in (laughs) uh on in traffic and weather yeah yeah um yeah so i i guess i guess it's sort of about that to me um the especially like the idea of just like being the whole album being utopia parkway that first track being utopia parkway um and then yeah and then so okay so to my conspiracy theory uh because it sort of connects is hear me out the gray blue water the crackling tv screen of 1999 and is the senator's daughter like most of the crushes featured in fountains of wayne music 
a fictional conjured crush that he has decided he has from watching New York local news and perceiving the senator's daughter on the television. And then so everybody, everybody, crossing guards, moms, hockey players, teenagers have this role in society. And me, I am just adrift on my couch, dreaming of the senator's daughter, dreaming of being bigger and better, because I don't think he has the senator's daughter. I don't think this is a real life Will Friedle dating the president's daughter homage situation. I think he's a lovable loser like we've come to. Uh, a find in most of Fountains of Wayne's shit who wants the who is like dreaming of being bigger and he's like here's a way to be bigger like what's bigger than 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 that um I love that theory and I have no counter point like I I have no (laughs) thing to be like no Grace I don't think that's true it was actually so convincing that I have nothing to Nothing to add or no counters. I think that's a fantastic theory and uh, I love it. I love to be agreed with. Uh, I do want to bring up, because I think you said this in our It Must Be Summer episode, that you had kind of a theory that the gray blue water might be the Long Island sound referenced Mm. in the song before. Um, Also, also a cool theory. Also an option if we're we're being slightly more literal with the senator's daughter. Well, they're always I mean, not about these... literal, but like, but yeah, yeah, yeah the, the ocean, yeah, it's, that's the metaphor we're going with, ocean, yes. Large bodies of water. They're always writing about these like coastal cities and and towns and areas uh, adjacent to the ocean or large bodies of water. So, to the thought of even metaphorically floating away on gray blue water is something that, like, if you live near the ocean, is a way you might equate the feeling of falling in love you might be like oh that feels like when you're floating in the ocean because you are yeah. so familiar with the, what that feeling is like yeah readily available symbolism <laughs> right 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 um yeah this, this is a great song uh i don't want to beat it to death i would urge anybody to go and seek it out and listen to it because it isn't one of the more obvious kind of hey julie's or, or stacy's yeah. moms or something it, but it, i think it is a really kind of lovely interesting peculiar fountains of wayne curio and and i would really i'd recommend it i like the song a lot it is a great song like i said before we started i wasn't i was never like specifically excited about getting this song in our run of doing this and um i enjoyed listening to it as i always do i enjoyed talking about it it's a real it's a real goody sleeper hit and not featured on the This Is Fountains of Wayne playlist, but will be featured on our playlist where all the songs that matter go. So Yes. So check that out again. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say checking that out would be what one might call a good idea. But Grace, <laughs> hypothetically, <gasps> what a good do thing. you have a bad idea? Hypothetically, I do. Let's look and see if I literally do. While you're looking, I will share that my bad idea this week, inspired by the son of his daughter, is that because we have just become so familiar with this song that you and I should run a joint Senate campaign where we run for the Senate, the U.S. Senate, as one entity um, and share a Senate seat together in the U.S. Senate to represent 
I guess both New Jersey and Massachusetts <laughs> on, on the same seat, which are obviously uh, so many similar needs. You wouldn't believe how many similar needs New Jersey. And yeah, it's a real kind of like yeah, they need all the same things. It's a real kind of like yeah. one senator fits all situation. I would say they both need road work. Um, so I think they have that in common. Infrastructure Extensive. could be. They both kind of need to be bombed yeah. and started over, which is something I say about Boston a lot. Just like nuke it and start over because <laughs> fucking roads are so bad. Begin um, again. Yes, my bad idea is corn soda. <laughs> I hate that idea. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so gross. Flavored corn flavored soda and then i said that idea out loud whenever i thought of it and ryan said oh it is corn soda because it has corn syrup in it but i'm like not the good guy like i want like corn essence of corn water (laughs) yeah like corn water but bubbles disgusting uh i am i did look it up because they're all are always these like novelty soda flavors and somebody does make a sweet corn soda one of those yeah it's uh, what's the name of this company there's a company jelly belly (laughs) lester's fixins they make these like uh gag soda flavors uh they have one that's just flavored grass like the hogwarts beans like the hogwarts jelly beans just like a soda company for that yeah yeah so they're the ones taking corn boiled corn water and making it soda so uh shout out to them for making that bad idea a real thing so much worse to like drink something bad as opposed to eat something small bad like drinking is such a such a so much more quantity wise such a full mouth experience yeah no getting away from it well, uh okay well i think we do need to mention the gracious and generous members of the vip acela lounge one of which was mentioned earlier in the show in john la Follette, who is... leave his name out leave his name out he's already been mentioned no no he's already, he already got his he already got his mention <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, as always, to Mallory Stewart, Rachel Hart, La Pontiff, John LaFollette, and Eric Gandalf. Thank you, patrons, and thank you to everybody for listening to the show. Tell your friends and leave us a review, yada, 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 and we'll see you next week. And I love you. It's one finger away from rock and roll. Or is this Hang 10? That's Hang 10. And the Grace and, is doing and sign language. Love you on our video. Yeah, it's it's kind of, yes. This is like rock on. No, that, this no is that's hang, like hang. No, this, hang that's loose. Hang 10. Yeah. Hang 10. This hang is 10. great podcast, Father. Are you making hand <laughs> gestures at each other? I love you. Rock, <laughs> love rock you. <laughs> love you. Love you. Love you.